Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Panic Attacking Podcast, where we look at anxiety through a comedy lens. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First episode of 2021. This one is one of the... I I think we started the new year off right. This one was excellent, funny, good stories, good jokes, and great advice. We have Dr. Deb join us at the end, and we get into listener topics through that. But we, you and me talk about our anxiety topics, which include my anxiety of regretting something you say and waking up in the middle of the night regretting it. Yeah, I talk about how I recently played golf in front of people and was worried and in my head the entire time. And we get into listener topics, including the anxiety of when you have to wake up early and you're worried about going to sleep because of it. Yes, and being in a new relationship after getting out of a long-term one. All this and more. Great episode. Some plugs here. We have our Patreon, $5 a month. Gets you four bonus episodes a month. And that reminds us, we got to record this one uh, yes. today. And, <laughs> and we also have a live Zoom show. Our live Zoom show is January 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The uh, link will be give it to you if you dm our instagram or twitter account sounds great it's gonna be a fun show great to see you man great episode looking great forward to you, the, a, a strong new year for this podcast yeah happy new year man stay tuned for the music everybody stay tuned for the music i'm like sweating and trembling yeah, me too i'm gonna, I'm gonna die yeah. Hello, welcome back everybody from the music. Once again, (laughs) this is the Panic Attacking Podcast. We are having our first recording session of 2021. It's unbelievable. That's right, I didn't even realize that. I can't believe it's the third. It's Sunday. And what seems to be three months since (laughs) I've seen you last. But it's just been a long weekend here. I'm, I got to tell you, I'm anxious about the Monday, tomorrow, the 4th. This is going to be the hardest hitting Monday of my entire life. Why? Because the long weekend. I've had New Year's Day off on Friday. I had kind of New Year's Eve. Oh. New Year's Eve doesn't count. Then you got Saturday, Sunday, and then this heavy Monday that's about to hit you in the face like like that scene in Gladiator when that gladiator walks out and that spike ball hits him immediately <laughs> that's what monday's gonna be like for me oh well you better wear a helmet i think that guy did still... <laughs> that guy had a helmet on no actually probably not i think he had spiky hair and that was a that was a um write-in from the big helmet people yeah they were like can we put this product placement in in case <laughs> Uh, we, we have to move these medieval helmets. No one's buying them. So maybe <laughs> if we put this in the movie, people will buy them. Wait, hold on. I don't think your mic's on. It's not? I'm Is reading it? levels on my end here. Oh, okay. All right. It sounded like your uh, your computer mic. Oh, let me look. Maybe it's not up, up enough. You're right. It's not reading. Oh, God. What a way to start the new year, everyone. Yeah. Tech, I have- tech issues. <laughs> It should be good. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. All right. <laughs> thank God I caught that. Jesus. <laughs> I'm glad you caught it too. Oh my God. 
I I did all the normal things I do. I don't know why I didn't. I got to tell you, I landed at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. this morning from California and have not napped nothing. So that's 3 a.m. real time. 3 a.m. Eastern time. If no, you landed 6 at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Oh, oh 3 a.m. Western time. Yeah, because I left 10 o'clock uh, Western time last night. Oh, my God. And did a red eye and got here at 6 a.m. Wow. Bar- barely slept on the plane because uh, all turbulence, the whole flight. I hate that. It's happened to me before. It's it's a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. The whole flight. And I think, you feel like the plane is going to break I feel, <laughs> with the turbulence. I'm freaking out. It also like I don't know if this is a normal thing, but when I'm a, I took sleeping uh, pills to try to sleep through the red eye. Okay, I can't sleep on a flight. But when I fall asleep and we hit turbulence, my body thinks that I'm falling, so I immediately springs me awake and I grab anything near me, like the seat. Yeah, like I'm gonna like I'm falling, and <laughs> and of course. I, I was in the aisle seat and the guy at the aisle seat next to me, he's looking over at me like, look at this freak. <laughs> my my legs are spread out like uh, I, I'm trying not to fall down a garbage chute. <laughs> Just like a crab on the seat. Is that what you think you're falling into in your dreams? I, I don't know. And then I have the uh, I, th- I thought it was because we were going over the mountains going from San Francisco to New York, you got to go over the Rockies. Uh-huh. And you, we flew over Colorado, and you would have thought we were um, on a, a unpaved road. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's like the worst kind of turbulence when you feel like you're on a bus, like in a third world country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just you like you're jostling on a worse around. Form of, <laughs> yeah, you're on a, a a cheaper form of transportation. And they don't even explain it. You're like, did somebody forget to pave the sky? Why wrote, is this doing this? I wrote that down on, on the. Oh plate. really? Yeah. You wrote those ex- that exact word. I wrote that exact words. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, I because uh, when I'm in turbulence and really anxious, I write through the turbulence. I'm like, oh, I'll just write with all this anxious energy. You write, yeah, you write your will. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, I leave my Zoom to Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I leave uh, the stress balls to uh, the Patreon fans who already have some. <laughs> <laughs> the Patreon fans with six arms. <laughs> yeah, to uh, whatever the uh, goddess is that has eight arms. Is it Shiva? Uh, I don't know. I. I don't want to get into that, but I think she might have six legs, but <laughs> oh that's a spider. <laughs> Some of those are arms. Some of the spider's limbs are arms, I think. Oh, really? That makes sense. Well, I don't know. Do they really need that many? I guess for weaving. Yeah, I guess. What about bobbing? <laughs> bobbing for apples? Oh, bobbing and weaving? Yeah. <laughs> I was watching that Avatar movie on Disney Plus. The yeah. you know that, and then all the animals on that planet have like six legs, and you're like, this is pointless. They don't really need all these arms and legs. 
that's a, that's the go-to for any uh writer they're like how can we make our animals look like they're on an alien planet uh just add legs yeah add leaves on their head too because you know animals have leaves on their head and an alien animal does apparently yeah these are the worst aliens ever and then all the, the blue avatars look like basketball players <laughs> i mean they're so like... tall and <laughs> the um uh i watched uh soul on uh, i did too it was great i'm telling you for the anxious listeners great great movie uh all about living in the moment it's pretty awesome uh, and it's it... all about not worrying if you don't have a uh thing going on yeah, if you don't have whatever people say is a purpose or whatever, it's uh, it's all about living life. It's so good. It's it calmed me down watching it. It it was so deep and the the concepts they were able to get across. Yeah, <laughs> it was mind blowing. Especially after watching Wonder Woman eighty four right before that movie. Yeah, which had all no... I got from that was uh, that Andrew uh, had a mall near his place. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 had no message and it it was the longest movie ever to get across the message of uh I don't even know, don't wish for things. <laughs> but Soul was like very tight movie that really so had like good deep stuff going on. It was it was perfect. I I talked to Matt Moves Mountains about it. It was it was oh, a, really? Yeah, he we we were just uh talking about how it's great for people with anxiety. That's all I'll say. And also I haven't watched it yet but um headspace released a series on netflix and headspace is a meditation uh app i saw that yeah i think that was released yesterday for all the people who new who did it for the new year yeah meditate through a streaming site <laughs> and uh yeah here's uh here we're gonna teach you meditation but uh you're gonna do the opposite of meditation by watching and paying attention and uh yeah, by staring at a brightly lit screen that's talking to you. Yeah. But, but I'll try uh, it out. I mean, I I tried listening to the app and I didn't really figure it out. And all it does is like tell you to sit and pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah. That's what I was getting out of it from the uh, <laughs> from the app. And I think I listened to one. And I think I listened to it while I was driving just to get a, <laughs> to get a feel for what meditation was. And I was like, oh, gosh. I had a driving joke ready. <laughs> I'm feeling the steering wheel and I'm hearing somebody honking at me because my <laughs> eyes are closed. Man, we're in sync today. Yeah, like Soul Cycle. <laughs> By the way, uh call back to a past episode, that bike that you got. Mm-hmm. Your your girlfriend told my girlfriend, and now we're doing that. Well, you know what happened was my girlfriend posted a picture of it and your girlfriend messaged her. You got a bike? <laughs> and then when when I when Maddie told me that, I was like, "Oh boy, she's gonna ask for one." <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so uh, so you're gonna get one? Probably. I can send you the one I got. It's pretty good. Please, please send it. Uh, send it to her. Uh, so you guys gonna share one, or are you gonna get two? Right. <laughs> I'm going to get a sidecar. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he doesn't even have pedals. He's in it. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sitting in there eating Doritos. <laughs> you have to go to work. Uh, <laughs> Make a left here. <laughs> I meditate in the sidecar. Yeah, that's, that'd be great. Those oh, apps. Man. So she tried SoulCycle, the streaming one, and she tried Peloton, two different but similar ones. SoulCycle, they like have intercourse with the bike. <laughs> they like are humping the seed and moaning yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I know. It's it's a whole thing. You, I'm you, like, Jesus Christ, I can't be on a conference call with this going on. <laughs> well, that that's why the app's so expensive. You have to buy the bike dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy. You have to open an incognito mode. <laughs> and then Peloton is just like a woman literally with a jewel, like a like a diamond necklace. She was wearing like a chandelier around her neck. Oh, wow. Kind of lower key. She's like but, the uh, fan of the opera when it got dropped on him. That's what it looked like. Yeah. And Bugs Bunny when they. <laughs> she had the, the half mask. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me with the way she, they're dressed up. They're dressed up like a evil Lord. <laughs> but. Uh, and then like they're pedaling and telling you things and they're shouting out the users. They're like, you go, uh, butt plug 89. <laughs> and you're like, all right, man, that's, <laughs> I guess all the other good screen names were taken. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> wow. I, I guess if you're the one, if that, if that's your username, you're like, Oh, she knows me, but if you're one <laughs> of the eight, thousand people taking the class you're like all right can we just focus on me too or like i i gotta be honest if she called out my username and that was my username i'd be like oh so uh <laughs> i will never do this again yeah <laughs> should uh have a username class <laughs> oh man well uh normally we're joined by a uh a expert on, in mental health, uh, Dr. Deb, but she has uh, been MIA today. Yeah, it's all green text. I don't know what's going on. I'm concerned about her. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I will say I am worried that I hope she's all right. Um, yeah, so this, uh, in, in case she doesn't join, this will be a throwback to the pre yeah, Dr. Deb days, the uh, original uh, style episodes. Yeah, so if, if people listen for the first time, they're and listen to our back catalog over the pandemic. That is a crazy time for this podcast. We've been experimenting with things. Yeah, we having a guest on who didn't who uh, didn't let us talk at all. And <laughs> you know, we, uh, that's happened a couple times. That's happened a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because we're you and I are not assertive enough to show dominance on our own show well we're just not used to having guests so we don't know yeah. like are, is this, are we supposed to just let them talk the whole time we don't who know knows? who knows what's going know. on so yeah it's um like we said we're gonna have big plans for the new year i know stuff and we're working on it we're working on it i'm back after this quarantine i'll be able to come out and we'll do video together yeah it'll be fun yeah uh, but let, let's get into it. Let's get into what's been making us anxious. Uh, I, um, I guess I, I can go uh, first. I um, sure. So I was gone for a week with uh, Caitlin and her family. I was in uh, San Francisco, uh, well, north of it, in and uh, in Clear Lake, 
at a cabin really? that her family has. Oh, really? Yeah. That, but and that's is that where they live now, or that's just like a getaway? Getaway place. Oh, cool. But um, I uh, wake up one day. Go and on. And my head, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I was just anxious. No, uh, <laughs> my, and my head was hurting. It were, oh. If I turned my head to the right, it felt like the back of my head was, um, it hurt, and it felt like it was stretching. It was, okay. And I'm like, okay, what is this? Did I, do I have a tumor? What's going on? Am I dying? Right. And uh, I feel the back of my head behind my uh, ear, huge bump, huge bump mm. behind my left, my left ear. And it was like solid. And I'm like, oh God, this is something is growing on me. Wow. Um, and I'm in the woods. I'm screwed. And I'm not telling anybody because I don't want to make a thing about me, but you know, when you find something on your body and you can't stop touching it. Yeah. So I'm like holding it. And then Caitlin goes, what's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I did the thing where you do the, see if it's a Ray Romano joke, but you see if there's a matching set. So <laughs> I, I touched the other side and there wasn't a bump there. And I'm like, Oh God, this is something. What's the, and the bump was hurting. It was hurting. It okay. was giant. It was like the size of a ping pong ball. When I was a kid, you know how they have the Bugs Bunny where they get hit and the and the bump grows on their yes. head. Yes. And I'm like, that's dumb. But then I was on like Little League Baseball and this kid on the team was walking by somebody who was doing warm-up swings and and, accident, and the, the guy doing warm-up swings actually clonked this guy in the head yeah. and a lump grew like in the cartoon. <laughs> yes. Yes. A lump grew like he had a unicorn head. Yes. And that I was happened, like, oh, that's real. They happened to my cousin. We were playing football in the backyard, me and my dad and him. We threw the ball, and he ran to get it, wasn't looking, head first into a tree like George of the Jungle. <laughs> and, like, bark was flying off the tree, and then huge bump grew, center of his head. Yeah, so crazy. I think it. I think it like. like uh, what is that? Blood? <laughs> Why does it do that? I don't know. It's it. It looked like uh, you know, you you put a bandage around it, like in the cartoons, where it hit it. The bandit, the bump has its own like bandage. Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? No. Were they in the cartoons? They would, all they did for fixing someone was do the bandage that went under their chin and tied on the top of their head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so and I had the bump grew through the bandage. <laughs> yeah, I had that size bump on the back of my head. I'm like, oh god, what did someone like hit me with a two by four when I was sleeping? I don't know what happened. I don't remember. It was the day after New Year's. I'm like, I don't, I did I fall or something and not remember. Spider, a spider bit you. Spider bite. How do you know? I guess there's like marks on the back of my head. It, we're hoping spider, it, but there's like two dots on on this thing. Ouch! I didn't, but I have not seen a spider. No one else got bit. I'm worried. Well, I mean, it's... they're 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 crafty. They move around. It's not gonna just <laughs> yeah, lay they got, there. They got six arms. <laughs> they got six arms. That's why you brought that up. <laughs> no, but when when. Uh, 
when the spiders came up, I'm like, oh, this fits perfect. Uh, <laughs> fits like uh, six six gloves, um, <laughs> six dress balls. Yeah, so I think I'm hoping spider, but it, I don't know. And then I'm well, if they yeah. have a bite like that, I mean, it makes sense, I guess. And you're in the woods. Yeah, well, I'm not sleeping in the leaves. I'm. Yeah, but you're in their world. You're on their turf. You have a right, cabin right. with wood made out of it, or made out of wood. It's like they they think it's a big tree. They don't know what that is. <laughs> Fair enough. Huge. It's probably still what there. happened was it was in your bed and you laid down. Yeah, I was cuddling my my uh, lobe. <laughs> yeah, it it saw this big ball in its head face, so he attacked. Yeah, I mean you're well, in luck. There's like really poisonous spiders, I think. So well, you're still alive. That's good. I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, enough for it. I and you know you tell people about it, and they're like, everyone's an expert on a thing you have. <laughs> I'm like, uh, maybe I don't know what it is. And then someone's like, oh, it's probably a bite. And then somebody else goes, yeah, spider bites become hard. Like the bump is hard. That's a, then you know it's a spider bite. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've never. <laughs> yeah, is it filled with eggs? Is that why? So uh, the whole day I thought I was like dying, and then it was just a bug bite. Freaked out over well, nothing. You could, yeah, I mean, you could be dying from that. Thank you. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you ever read that uh, scary stories to tell tell in the dark? That book where all the pictures are really gross. No. Creepy pictures. You lost me right away. <laughs> and then there's one where uh, the picture is like this ugly woman with a boil on her face. And it, yeah. And then the that's, story. That's story. what I have behind my ear. Yeah. And, but then the story ends with uh, little spiders crawling out of it. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you afraid of spiders? Oh, yeah. Okay. Can't stand them. Oh, I, I mean, I'm less no less afraid than when I was younger. When I was younger, I would see one. I go, ah! <laughs> now you uh, go, oh, now I go, oh, is this worth getting out of bed? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have this to. thing. <laughs> one time yeah. I, dated, I dated a girl and we were, I, I've met her parents and she went in a room and she said, there's a spider up here. And, I, and then um, I went up there. And then she still like called her mom to kill it. <laughs> Felt like emasculated. I was like, what's the matter? She's like, mom. <laughs> We're, we need you. We, we, yeah. I think I can handle this, but I let uh, the mom kill it. I just sat there on the bed. <laughs> you You were a bug hold. Yeah, <laughs> my spidey sense was stinging uh, <laughs> from from the ego blow. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Th so that's my my little uh, my little thing uh, the, that made me the anxious recently. Okay, but what what's going on with you? So you ever? Uh... This like uh like I, I I like my eyes shot up in the middle of the night the other night. You ever you ever um you ever like say something and then later you realize how mean it was? Like oh you, yeah, 
And then you're like, oh, God, what? that was mean. I didn't not realize. Every Zoom show with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mutually. Likewise. I, I We always end up texting each other. After. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, this is like a delayed burn, I think. But so like on uh, Christmas Day, I, I was uh, with my family and, you know, it was like my brother and sister. And uh, I think it was like Christmas breakfast or whatever. I was eating, but not everyone was at the table yet. You know, you could get your food and <laughs> yeah. And my sister goes, you should wait for everyone to eat. Right. And then, and then we had this like kind of running joke since I was a kid, I would call her the polite police and you know, which I think I mentioned once and then she kept mentioning it again, you know? Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like probably eight. I was like, easy there, polite police. And then, you know, fast forward 50 years later, she's still <laughs> Wait, how up. old are you guys? <laughs> I don't know. But so then she at the table, she's like, wait, wait for everyone to eat. Remember, I'm the polite police. And then I say. More like the OCD police. Oh, boy. And then everyone's like, doesn't even acknowledge it. And then she goes, I'm not OCD. And then everyone kind of like doesn't say anything. So I think now my sister thinks she has OCD. <laughs> and then my eyes opened up like a couple nights ago. I'm like, oh my God, I think <laughs> give my sister a feeling that she has a mental disorder from that one mean comment <laughs> that I made. Man, she uh, she must be tossing and turning at a specific number of times. Yeah, she must be turning knobs, her, the light switch on and off before uh, she wakes up. <laughs> what so what'd you do when i woke up and felt bad about it i didn't yeah. do anything i of course i wouldn't but i think she listens sometimes so maybe she can hear uh me saying you know i'm sorry and this seems like the healthy way to address it <laughs> <laughs> has that ever happened to you when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like oh my god did i just ruined somebody's life because that's happened oh, to me yeah. multiple times where i say something mean and I, I mean it as a joke, but no Every, one laughs. When no one laughs when you say a joke, it really comes across as one unfunny, two uh, <laughs> a statement. I feel bad uh, all the time. And uh, every time I've apologized to someone, they're like, oh, I'm over it, that. Or, oh, it wasn't a big deal. And then I feel bad for bringing it back up. Yeah, that's happened to me a couple times where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Uh, and I've done that with you where I apologized back when we would see each other a lot. I would apologize for something. And then I remember somebody next to me was like, what are you doing? Why are you even bringing that up? And I was like, oh, I was thinking about this. And they looked at me like I was insane. And I'm like, all right, I guess. So. What did I do? I think you said it wasn't a big deal. You didn't even realize. Oh, great. But the other person was like, what are you? What are you mentally? I hope that guy, whoever they are, wakes up uh, tomorrow night and goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have told Andrew he was crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know what it was? I just remember it. It was when uh, I thought my, my breath smells and I uh, was apologizing because it smelled. I remember that. And then, and do you remember there was somebody with us in this conversation that was like, "What are you? What's up?" With you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a pal. 
we might have actually talked about it on a previous episode, but I was like, I'm sorry, my breath smelled. Uh, I don't remember if you. we talked about it on here, but I remember you going, hey, man, I just got to apologize. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be big. And then you're like, I I got home the other night and I realized my breath smelled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look who's coming in. Dr. Deb's here. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let her in. I'm going to pause. All right, so Dr. Deb just joined us, so we'll uh, she'll listen to the rest of our stories, and we actually filled her in on what we talked about, and then she'll uh, talk to us at the end. Perfect. Uh, well, I, I guess I'll yeah get, get into your big thing. Get into my big thing. I uh, so like I, I was saying, I, I was visiting uh, Caitlin's family, and uh, they they're all really cool people. We went to golfing. Mm, I saw the picture. Uh, yeah, like the first day I was there. Have you ever gone golfing before? I've gone golfing. Here's my thing with, with golf. I like When golf. it's miniature? <laughs> no. I've, I'm good at it when it's miniature. Uh, I like golf. I'm not good at it. And I immediately think anytime I'm like, it's something like that where I'm bad at it, uh, but people want to go do it with me to spend time with me, I'm like, Oh God, I'm going to, I'm going to slow them down. They're not going to have as much fun because they're used to everyone being good or, or whatever. That's why the driving range is better. If you ever want a a friend who wants to, I love the driving range. Yeah. There's no pressure. It's just you and a thing uh, or whatever. And there's walls. They can't see how bad you're doing. Well, yeah, sometimes there's no walls. Yeah. Uh, the, The walls are the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. I love the walls. Well, it's actually, if there's walls, it's what, why even hanging out with a friend? I mean, well, true. The most of them I've, that I've done, there's like a, some sort of divider, but you can still see your friend. Oh yeah. 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 Like uh, the stall. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, this was a real golf 18 hole, uh, cart, everything. Caitlin, her sister and, uh, her sister's husband, and they're golfers. And I'm like, oh, God, they're used to like playing with people that play and I'm going to suck. And then they're going to think I, I'm uh, unathletic, which I mean, it's golf. So, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, horrible first. And like, you know, they're watching you. Yeah. I, I, hate I get nervous when they're watching you. I get up to the tee. I'm like, all right, I'm going to draw. First drive of the entire 18 holes is going to determine how it goes. I take a huge chunk out of the earth like I'm uh, looking for oil. <laughs> I've done and, that before, the clumps. Yeah, uh, Professor. and uh, <laughs> The whole family of the clumps. Yeah. Like Christmas with the clumps. <laughs> and uh, the, I uh, try it again, and then I hit the ball. It goes to my big toe it doesn't it go it doesn't go anywhere and i'm like so the whole game i'm just eating it I, I got maybe like three good hits in the whole game i'm just like oh i stink i, I get in the cart caitlin's driving us to the next hole i'm like i gotta stop playing i'll just like i'll drive the cart and and drive you around this is so bad and the whole time i couldn't get like uh the talking was fine but every time i would hit it i'm like this eyes it was lowering my self-worth the entire time (laughs) i was playing (laughs) 
I felt worse about myself with each hole. I, yeah. The hole in me was getting bigger. <laughs> it, it was so bad. And uh, I just... Uh, you played all 18? Played all 18. It was excruciating. They they were very nice about it. They didn't care. Well, they made it... I didn't... Like, what I'm, happened if they were really ahead and you were behind? I mean, that they was... They would just wait for you to hit it on the green? Oh, no, we played the holes together. And that's yeah, another what thing. What if they had a big drive and you had a that little... I would just pick the ball drive. up and put it in my pocket and go... Oh, you would do that? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I forfeit this hole. <laughs> oh. All right, well, that moved things along. At least they weren't waiting for you. Yeah, I... I, I uh, one uh, thing her... Kaylin's brother-in-law said is, it doesn't matter if you suck. It mat- uh, When it comes to golf, it matters if you keep the game moving. And I'm like, well, I can do that by giving up. So I would just like putting a ball in my pocket. Yeah. I, I looked like I was smuggling gum. <laughs> <laughs> like I robbed the, <laughs> the vending machine. <laughs> and then they say anything at the pocket. end. They, they didn't make any jokes about how bad you were or anything. They were pretty. That's the thing. They were pretty nice about how bad I was, which made me feel worse. I'm like, Oh man, we're not even making fun of how bad I am. <laughs> What was their idea? Like, you know, they're having a blast. They're just some. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's like the thing I want to be sort of good at because everybody I like get along with plays golf. Really? Other like, than I, them? Yeah. Like uh, a lot of my friends play golf. Brian. Brian, our, Brian plays. Uh, it's big out there. Yeah. Golf. I feel like you're the only close friend I know that I don't know if you play golf. Do you play golf? Well, I have a similar story. I don't know if I ever told you this one, but it still haunts me to this day. <laughs> it is the it's pretty long. I don't know how much time we have. Well, we got time. Um, so like um, you know, I interned for like you know when and I was this 20, in Vegas. Yeah, for when I was like twenty three, I got an internship in Vegas for a big law firm or whatever. To me, it was, and then. <laughs> They paid me like per week, which was I ne- up until that point I never got a paycheck. Oh, I worked at I was a busboy where I got seven dollars, <laughs> literally seven dollars an hour for the backbreaking work. Uh, and they paid me like a ton of money and not a ton, but for me it was a ton. Mm-hmm. And I bought and then they were like, okay, at the end of this internship, we all they fly us out to the headquarters in california oh boy and then there's a big golf tournament so oh, i was like oh god, god. so i bought golf clubs <laughs> and like would go to the driving range by myself and i sucked and i i was like i think uh i got the hang of this <laughs> I, I i i shit there was it was before youtube i couldn't even like look up how to swing I oh didn't, man I don't, I don't even know what I was doing. I, I had no instruction at all. I was just literally go to the driving range and swing. And like every third one would go straight. I'm like, I think I could get the hang of this by literally no adjustment or skill. Yeah. If they all. let me I'm swing just, three times, I'll be fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they may have like three redos. So, uh, so then comes like to the end, you know, it's now, you know, I, I got there in May or June. Now it's August literally haven't improved at all and they uh they take me and the other intern we we you know we have to check our our golf clubs yeah on the plane and i'm like oh god this is real now (laughs) (laughs) they they fly us to uh fresno 
which is like where the, the company was. Right. Uh, and then I'm like, oh God, I still don't know how to play. And then they, um, you know, they, they make us, uh, they, they, they divide us up randomly into groups of four. And it's like a scramble where the person with the longest drive, they take it from there. Like we all. And oh, best ball. It's called best ball. I think so. Yeah, it was that. So everyone on my team is like old and they're like, uh, do you know how to play? And I'm like, well, I have, I know not really. They're like, well, do you own golf clubs? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, that means you're better than most people. If you own, and I'm like, that's that logic doesn't make sense. <laughs> they're like, because only an idiot would buy golf clubs if he uh, <laughs> didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> Which is me. I. <laughs> so, <laughs> go figure. You know, same thing. They, they're like, all right, here's our young stud, our young twenty-three-year-old. Oh, same thing. First swing, it just dribbles. The ball dribbles. Second swing, clumps of, you know. And I get progressively angrier. And the angrier, I get, the angrier I get, the worse it is. It's the worst. You can't get angry during golf. You just get worse and worse. Yes. Every hole was like worse, slice to the left, whatever to the right. Uh, and then by the end, like the guy, the old guy on my team, turns out he was like the head of the company. And he's like, oh. he's like, it's okay. You know, once you have, you know, we, we all have these bad games. And I'm like, good God. And then I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get an offer to work there. <laughs> and then I, I didn't use my clubs ever since. Uh, uh. And I was super sunburned because we, <laughs> we would be out there and it would take forever for me to move a ball along. I was the oh, most sunburned I've ever been in my life. I was like, radioactive red <laughs> glowing you were seeing red but it was your arms yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it was my eyelids because they were burning <laughs> and then at the end my clubs look like that in seinfeld where they get the beat up clubs yes the yeah. mechanic threw them at their car my clubs are all beat up like the my driver has like a huge dent in it from oh my god from when I either missed the ball so bad that the ball went into the club <laughs> or I slammed the the thing on the ground and I also was cursing on every drive so they were like this guy is a psycho yeah man I I think golf is bad for your mental health yeah I was it was horrible I mean it all worked out I would would not want to work there and you know let me live in new york and what i loved about new york when i came back after i didn't get the job i was like i love how no one here golfs this is great no one literally no one in new york they're all it's like a softball world where there's a lot of comedians that golf but they golf on the road they don't golf here yeah well i don't even know those ones <laughs> i don't know anyone who golfs and and then like i work for this like crappy company my first job in new york and they were like all right so uh this and i'm like oh my god there's, there's gonna be another golf tournament they're like no it's softball we all meet and softball is easy you just you swing and hit a big ball the ball's gigantic <laughs> yeah if golf had a softball you'd be fine. yeah if golf was ball was humongous that'd be great it'd be soccer <laughs> <laughs> yeah polo <laughs> uh 
man. If, uh, this bit won't work now. I was going to say the, the boss comes up to you and goes, all right, and you're, in order for you to get into this company, you need to do Lord of the Rings trivia. And we're like, oh, thank God. I'm the new CEO. Yeah. I'm moving up the ranks here. <laughs> what is Boromir? <laughs> uh, that's me when I watch any of those movies. I'm <laughs> Boromir out of my skull. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh man that's great <laughs> i uh, feel like I, I i i gotta get this anxiety out of the way i feel like i'm not bringing it in this episode because i'm running on who knows what amount of sleep i think you're doing great all right good I'm, yeah well i care too much uh anyways <laughs> i think only, it, my only regret is i care too much <laughs> said uh the most humblest person ever my only uh my only regret is i only have uh one life to lose for this podcast <laughs> uh, the goal right. of uh the the war is not to die for your podcast is to make the other guy die for his <laughs> that's not what your podcast can do for you <laughs> but what you can do for your podcast <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Today is a podcast of living infamy. <laughs> today we celebrate our podcast. Independence <laughs> the podcast anniversary day. Oh man! All right, let's uh, let's get into the uh, topics here. Uh, oh, but before we do that, I, well, let's introduce Doctor Deb. We got to introduce introduce Doctor Deb. Our first introduction of Doctor Deb in 2021. You want to take it away? Yes. Hello, Dr. Deb. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Thanks New for listening. Year. Or thanks for re- thanks for listening to our anxiety stories. I thought you were going to do the cred- credentials. That's why I built it oh, up. Oh, so what much. I, people know what she's a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Ha- Happy New Year, guys. Glad you made it uh, safely too and back from San Francisco. Thank you. Your uh, your advice was in my head the the whole time. It, w- it made. <laughs> made the flights a lot easier uh it was uh, a breeze so thank you oh wow yeah cool so, so it's summer working breeze. yeah summer breeze makes me feel fine uh okay summer wind came blowing in <laughs> okay so what, what do you feel about the golf story if you have anything <laughs> yeah any of our golf anxiety which i didn't know we were uh so uh kindred spirits on Yeah, you're uh, uh, you're muted, Doctor Deb. I think you're muted, or something's going on. Yeah, I was muted. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, th- I think there are a couple of things going on with that. Um, <laughs> one, the uh, social anxiety. Um, oh performance- yeah, that for me, yeah, and him. Perf- performance anxiety and oh, yeah. three, the idea that you have to be good at something that you've never done before. <laughs> Oh, it man. does sound ridiculous when you put it like that. That yeah. is a great thing we've never done before. The thing is, it looks so golf looks so easy. It That's looks so easy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think when we have, uh, you know, self esteem issues, mm-hmm. we put more pressure on ourselves to be perfectionists um, and assume that we should be able to do something that we've never done before. Wow. Yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, 
you're, you guys aren't alone and suffering from that. Uh, you know, people that are good at something often remind people that aren't uh, that it takes a lot of work. You know, you have to take lessons, you have to practice. Mm. And uh, we just assume when we see an end result that people naturally do that. Uh, but no one naturally does anything uh, really it, it take doing it over and over again to be able to be a master at it. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, comedy because like sometimes when we perform people in the audience are like, I, I, I want to do that. Uh, that looks easy. Oh, and then you true. see people do their first comedy set. And yeah. They're, they're horrible out of the stage. And uh, what, what, they're taking chunks out of the stage. Yeah, and, right, uh, right. Their balls dribbling. Yeah, the microphone's yeah. dented after they're done. <laughs> yeah, and, and then they, you can see the the surprise on their face when they're like, this thing i never done before isn't working. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's true. I guess we're the, op the people at the open mic on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, right. What the hell? I, I, they make it look so simple. <laughs> <laughs> All they're doing is talking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just not swing. funny. Right. Yeah. All you have to do is swing on a little ball. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes we're in a situation where, you know, we, we don't care uh, about how we perform. We're, we're like, oh, let me try this. And we're relaxed uh, and comfortable. And the first time it goes well. Um, and then the mm. second time we assume that it's going well and, and we've, we have begun to have expectations, right? Expectations right. of our performance. And then we find out, you know, nothing is easy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, 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 yeah. That story of my life. Yeah. First, sometimes it's, you have a lucky first break. And then the second time you're like, Exactly. Is, you have like a false confidence. And I think it hurts your performance because you're not really. Yeah, well, I think it's more that you don't have anything invested in it. You know, other people right. know uh, that it might be your first time and they're, you know, taking you along. And so in golf, you might have a lucky swing, you know, but then, oh, yeah. then by the time you get to the third or fourth hole, you go, uh oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I know what I'm doing here. Right. <laughs> and it did like one thought that crossed my mind was, uh, well, I don't ha have the time or want to make the time to get as good as the other people here. So maybe that's uh, something to, re to remember and not get so frustrated. Cause I, does that make sense? Yeah, but that's also a way of protecting your ego, right? Well, to that makes sense, too. To, yeah. to devalue uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, um, well, that's true. Maybe that's why I kept calling it small. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then we also distance ourselves from the uh, people that are uh, enjoying it or doing it well. So we set up this protective uh, defense yeah. Uh, to pr protect our ego, because uh, w when we have this anxiety disorder, uh, most people with anxiety disorder don't have a really solid self-esteem. No. And so when we fail at something, uh, it's very painful. 
and yeah. we get quite defensive about it. Oh, and, yeah. Andrew, you, you mentioned getting angry, right? And yeah. Angry. Yeah. So oh. that's, that's part of the defense. And that gives us energy when we get angry at something, because if we begin to cry or fold, uh, we, we lose uh, all of our energy. Uh, but oh. anger, it's like uh, the, the uh, Incredible Hulk. The mm. more angry we get, the more powerful and protected uh, we are. You sound like the emperor in Star Wars. Yeah. The yeah. only difference so here say? is uh, I couldn't get on the green. <laughs> oh, true. sorry. I, I killed that joke. I'm sorry. I know, but I killed yours. Uh, <laughs> we can't say each other's jokes out. Yeah. You, I don't even get yours. What, what was yours? She said it's like the Incredible Hulk. Uh, oh. And I'm like, well, the difference here is I don't even get to go on the green. <laughs> but and, yours uh, was good. And then mine was uh, the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. He goes, yes, feel the anger flow through you. <laughs> yeah, <Music>. well, uh, <laughs> usually the, the anger doesn't flow through us. It fills us up, right? Mm. So if you picture the Incredible Hulk, uh, when, when you're angry, you can actually feel... Uh, your muscles tense and you feel bigger, right? You feel more visible and um, stronger. Yeah, so. your, your pants rip. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you, you get the idea. If you get sad about something, uh, then you're not defended, right? Right. And, yeah. Hmm. Well... I feel well. It does. You described everything I was feeling and doing on the course. Well, when you played, did you think you were going to be good? I wanted to be good enough to. But did you think you when you were like when when they were like let's go golfing? You're like I'm going to crush this. Did you no, think I was or? like uh, th this is going to crush me. <laughs> <laughs> but I I wanted to uh, get to know the people more and i wanted to have fun but it's hard uh to have fun at golf when you uh want to do well yeah i always hear about that golf is like the networking but what if you stink at it you, you yeah. really hurt yeah. your network i uh yeah Steve, <laughs> you Steven, have to be what, really good Stephen, what you described is like a self-fulfilling prophecy right you don't want mm. to you don't want to disappoint people you don't want to embarrass yourself yet you know, you, you want people to like you. So you try hard, but you're trying really hard at putting a, a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. I didn't because even get near the hole. You don't know how to do it. Right. <laughs> right. No, but yeah, that's, yeah. Wow. So the harder you try, the less able you are. Cause, uh, what I know about golf is you have to be really relaxed in your swing, right? Your your oh, hips. Yeah, it's like the less it. effort you put into it, the further the ball goes. <laughs> no, right. how that happens? Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I I failed at the relax. <laughs> I didn't even like, get right. any further than that. There's a book called like the Zen of Golf, or something. Oh. There's like yeah. like a series of books like the Zen of Tennis, the Zen of Golf. It's supposed to help meditate your real. It's supposed to be like a meditation while you play the sport or something. I don't know, but oh, maybe you need to get that. 
Yeah, it is a, a great sport for being, first of all, you're outdoors for a length of time. You do have to wear sunscreen, obviously, Andrew, but uh, it, you're outdoors for a length of time. You're walking and you're socializing. So those are uh, three things that we know are, are great for a healthy brain, uh, but also three things that are good for anxiety disorder. <laughs> you're right. so Am I getting sunburned? Oh, I gotta, did I say the wrong thing? And the walking, the socializing, and being outdoors. What's mm. that? You know, you're like, did I say the wrong thing? Did I do the wrong swing? <laughs> the sun, <laughs> the sun's burning me. The sun's burning you. Man. Yeah, I, I think I realized I just wanted to walk in the park with uh, these people. Uh, I didn't necessarily want to do any of the golf part. Right. That's what I'd say, yeah. Why can't we yeah. just hang out and feed ducks? <laughs> we have to play this. The closest I'll get to a birdie. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> eagle. It's also an eagle. Has landed. Um. <laughs> well, people that are passionate about something, they, they do like to share it, you know, and when they discover something that's really, right. really fun, they like to share it with family. Um, and it doesn't, you know, always work out for each family member, but that is for, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it funny when you're like, recommend uh, something and then they're like, all right, that's just your thing. You know, when I tell <laughs> So like my brother about a video game I'm playing. He's like, okay, it sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to play. Cause I only, cause I am. <laughs> it's kind of like the Lord of the Rings with you and uh, Steven, huh, Andrew? Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, you got to watch that. Or, and the Godfather, which I rewatched over New Year's. Oh, I got to watch that. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. We could talk about it on a, a bonus episode. Sounds good. Uh, well, we should get into the listeners. The listeners. Um, we've got a, a few uh, topics today. Um, so the first here is uh, what's been making me anxious is navigating a new relationship after being single for three years. Okay. And that was from who? That was from, oh, yeah. That was from em Emily Spinola, who uh, is. Oh, Sassy Spinola. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah, so uh, I guess she's in a new relationship now, single for three years. What's yeah. going on, Dr. Deb? How do you navigate that? Well, I, I think that's a little similar to the, the golf discussion, um, oh. but it, there's a pressure here to, I got to make this work. I, I got to make it right, uh, you know, and the problem that we face in trying to make a relationship work is that we're really focused on the other person. What is the other person thinking? What is oh, the other yeah. person? Do that other person like me? And we don't give ourselves enough time to self-reflect. Am I enjoying this? Right. Mm -hmm. We're, we're invested in a, a successful outcome, uh, but we're not paying attention to what's evolving in this relationship. And uh, sometimes we end up uh, discovering that we don't really like that other person, uh, mm -hmm. but we're so focused on having that other person like us uh, that we ignore it. So we ignore sig signals in the relationship that are red flags, you know, for maybe this isn't right. And, and we can also change what we like, you know, like, 
all of a sudden I like country music because he likes country music or right. she likes country music. And mm. so uh, really trying to stay self-focused on what is this relationship doing for me? Uh, how can it help me be a better person? And what can I do to help the other person uh, be a better person? Um, not so much what can I do to have the other person like me, but what can I bring to this relationship to fuel it with a, more joy and uh, enjoyment and help that person? Yeah, and definitely fight wow. for your your interests too. Like later on, you know, be like, we got to watch this show because I like oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's an excellent point. Uh, when I say red flags, I just mean signals that, uh, maybe this person isn't right for me, mm -hmm. uh, but not that we have differences, you know, uh, it, uh, allow that person to be different from you. Um, usually when we have an infatuation, we're infatuated because we like everything together and, and we share similar things. And then when that person starts to like something we don't like, uh, we, we kind of question that, but it's important to allow that person their individuality without feeling threatened uh, by it and to give each oh, other yeah. personal time. Man, personal time's awesome. Yeah. Personal, personal time is important uh, because it's just like, you know, we can't give in a relationship unless we're nurturing ourselves as well. Wow. True that. True that. Good advice. Hopefully, Emily, I, I don't know how long you've been dating this person, Emily, but I hope uh, it's working out. Yeah, I hope it works out. Uh, killer advice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, man, I could have used that years ago. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I hope that helps. Uh, I know that's why we can only record when Caitlin's asleep. <laughs> oh, I, I finally got it right on this one it was all, all the past ones i could have used it for oh um, <laughs> uh, uh that's i'm only saying that because she's awake yeah, right. uh, <laughs> well she just woke up yeah yeah uh, <laughs> no. she's great um uh, what are you trying to kill get me killed uh all right i gotta have the headphones on <laughs> uh this next oh, yeah. one so, not, oh yeah oh, go ahead you, you are you reading one i was i was gonna read the next one sure from amelia perelia uh she said having to wake up at 1 30 a.m for a 4 a.m shift after months of evening shifts and anxious that i'll miss my alarm mm. uh yeah, that, that's the worst uh yeah. that's the worst feeling yeah I lose sleep uh, over that. She must uh, do a lot more grooming than I do. Uh, for, <laughs> yeah, for I don't know. Maybe, I mean, either she has a lot of grooming or big commute. I mean, if that's your commute, <laughs> three hours, I get a, I would look into getting another job or moving. Get or a car. Life back. <laughs> yeah, that, that anxiety. I, I think uh, we've kind of talked about it before a little bit. Not this thing, but... Uh, pre preparation, right? Pre preparation ahead of time so that you can uh, get to sleep. And that is the, uh, you know, when I used to have to get up at four in the morning, I I'd set three alarms, uh, one that I would have to get out of bed to turn off and <laughs> one, you know, uh, 
that was really loud, so I wouldn't sleep through it. So the having the three alarms uh, gave me some sense of uh, security uh, that I would wake up so then I could go to sleep. Because the worst thing is uh, the thinking, if I don't get to sleep, I'm going to be exhausted all day, you know, and then you right. lay there and, and the more the clock goes by, you know, I got to get to sleep. I got to get to sleep. I got to get up in a couple hours. That, that That's the worst thing ever. Um, so, you know, having an active day before you go to sleep um, so that you have some physical exhaustion um, that also works out stress. So some form of exercise uh, during the day. Mm. Uh, also giving yourself an activity during the day that you enjoy, um, that you can reflect on. Like, I, I really like that. Uh, like reading a book or reading a chapter or, or drawing or, or whatever, cleaning out a closet, something like that, that uh, gives you a, a sense of accomplishment uh, before you go to bed. And then writing a list of things I'll do when I get home from work uh, can uh, put some of those uh, worries uh, to rest uh, before you, you go to sleep. And then, you know, cutting out caffeine early, cutting out water early, and um, maybe not eating a couple hours before you go to bed. Will, yeah, the not eating is help. huge. Yeah, for me, that helps me. And you said this on another episode, Dr. Deb, but you have like a notepad by the, by right. the, the bed to write down things. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I've been doing that Well, I write on my phone, which doesn't help. But if I have right. one thought in my head before I go to sleep, you know, like, oh, I should do this tomorrow. Like, it'll, I'll, I'll keep going it over in my head until I write it down. And then I'll mm. be like, or at least. I yeah, writing that down uh, is great. And um, then if you, uh, like you were saying earlier, if you have those thoughts, I, I said something wrong, or I didn't do anything right today, or what if I offended another person? If you, if you write down, I'll give them a call tomorrow. Um, or, you know, I'm a good person. You know, uh, this is what I did positive today. Find one thing positive for today. It really helps to put your mind at risk. And then the other thing is to make sure the room is really dark when you go to bed. Yeah. Uh, to uh, mm. put eye, eye uh, masks on. Because uh, uh, research shows that the darker it is, uh, that the better you'll sleep. And then uh, having a cool room uh, as well, like opening a window just helps you get to sleep and sleep through the night better. I do notice that if, if it's hot, I ro roll around and then yeah, well, I still have my, I, my AC unit in the window. I turn that on. I fall, fall asleep pretty yeah. quickly. Well, our, I don't know why our, I just don't turn that on immediately. I should do that. With, our, <laughs> with our sleep cycle, as we are, our brain is starting to wake up, our body temperature goes up. So we get warmer uh, when we begin to wake up. So when we want to go to sleep, doing the opposite, being cooler helps us to go to sleep better. Yeah, that's a, I didn't think of the science behind that, but that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always weird. You know, when you're in the sleep mode, it's like nothing you're like the rest of the day. You're, you're just like lying in the dark. You know, you never do that any other time and then you know you're just like in this your night for me the night routine is alien to the rest of my life like 
laying around, rolling around, hot. You know, I don't. You don't really what for, focus on about how hot you are until you go. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's it's that's that's what's so hard for me to sleep is just so the polar opposite of my regular life. <laughs> you know, it's like it mm. is weird. It's weird time when you go to bed. Oh yeah, well I. I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but that's a good point about anxiety, though, that uh, you're you're busy all day long. Then when you go to bed, you're doing nothing. Right. Except you expect yourself to go to sleep. So that's where things like progressive muscle relaxation uh, can come in handy um, to imagine, you know, uh, to tighten your toes and then relax them and go Mm. all the way up through your body. Uh, or, or doing like tightening your muscles up and down your body. Is that what you mean? Yeah. You start with your toes. You you make like a fist with your toes, make them really, really tight and then relax them and tighten your calves and then relax them. Uh, So progressive muscle relaxation. So you go all the way up your body. And by the time you get to your head, you're, you're pretty sleepy. It, it works. And then the other thing is routine. So have a routine, like in the morning, we have a routine, right? We get, we get up uh, to quote the Beatles. We get up, jump out of bed, put, uh, you butchered that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brush a comb across our head. Uh, run, yeah, run a comb. We brush our teeth, run a comb across my head. Yeah. So then we brush our teeth, we have coffee. So we have this routine. So we need to help our brain say it's time to go to bed um, so we can develop a bedtime routine. I thought it was, I want to hold your hand. Yeah. I thought it was uh, yellow mutter custard out of a dead man's eye. Uh, I agree with the 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 first of all the alarms thing is a big thing with me is is having that first one be i I have multiple alarms but i think (laughs) one that you can't reach is important and one that you can't turn off via uh your voice having a backup alarm is good too because sometimes in the middle of the night i'm like what if the alarm doesn't go off so right. like having a backup kind of puts me at ease. And it makes it so I can't sleep. If I'm thinking about my alarm, I can't sleep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You could also have a coworker give you a call uh, too as the, mm. the the third or fourth or fifth backup. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's, that's a friend. I mean, yeah. <laughs> call me when you're on your way to work. Make sure I'm up. Yeah. Well, what if they're... That, that, that means you're late, basically. But I guess that's a fail safe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we got to wrap this up, Stephen. Yeah, thanks we do. so much, the, Dr. Deb. That was great. The, the, uh, the, we had one more topic, but that person uh, helped uh, create me. So I think they'll understand. That's your uh, dad. Yeah. <laughs> my, my dad. Uh, well, dad, we'll get to you next week. Um, it, it's not uh, something that uh, it will be relevant next week. So, um, Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Deb, as always, for being here. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year, Year, everybody. And and, it's got to be better, right? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be better. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening, and uh, stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned. Thank you, everyone. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, tell all your friends. 
Give us a high rating, like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at not Steve Rogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Stephen Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StephenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening and see you next week, guys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>